What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about how the Bulls became the number one or tied for the number one team in the East again. I know a lot of you guys really are monitoring the standings, so I want to talk about that a little bit. The Bulls' last game before the All-Star break when they face the Sacramento Kings tonight. And we'll also be talking about Jared Allen being named to the All-Star team over Nikola Vucevic. We'll be going over Nikola Vucevic's stats overall. We'll be doing all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, what's going on? So first, uh, just because it's quick, uh, after Miami's lost last night, the Bulls are now tied for number one team in the East, which they could go into the All-Star break being the number one team in the East again if they win tonight against the Kings. Now, like I've been saying, I really don't care about standings at this point, considering the Bulls' injuries, but it is something to be said, the fact that the Bulls have remained at the top of the East amongst the losing streaks that they had, amongst uh, all the injuries that we've had, now missing Zach Levine. We already know about Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball, Derek Jones Jr. being out for a while. Everything that the Bulls have faced to still be either tied or even ranked, like even when the Bulls were third, still in the top portion of the East throughout the season says a lot to the makeup of this team. And I know a lot of Bulls fans have been disappointed with the fact that the Bulls did not make a move at the trade deadline, even talking about, hey, the Bulls clearly don't care about winning. Even, you know, I call them the sky is falling Bulls fans. A lot of Bulls fans were really disheartened with the fact that the Bulls didn't make a move at the deadline and, and thinking, hey, it's over with. Even some Bulls fans saying, you know, with everyone improving in the East, the Bulls are now probably going to be more like fourth or fifth in the East. With all that being said, this that what we've seen from this team is that this team finds a way. They are going to lose some games. They are going to frustrate us in times. And unfortunately, one of the things that have been built in with this Bulls season so far is they're going to give up some, some big scoring nights to some players that shouldn't have. But amongst all of that, the Bulls still have remained at the top of the East. And I think that says a lot about the makeup of this team. And keep in mind, we have never, now at one point in the season, have had a fully healthy version of this team. Even when we started the season off with Patrick Williams in those first five games, we didn't have Kobe White. And then we know what we went through with the COVID, then the injuries and everything like that, bringing Kobe back on slowly. Everything being said is that we still have not seen a healthy version of this team at any point of the season. Now, we've had relative health, right? Meaning that, if, you know, Patrick Williams was down and Kobe was out. He was kind of the only player we were missing. But even we had COVID then. Everything that's gone into this season, everything. Had we started, when we started the season, to say that the Bulls would have been ranked in the top of the East for the most part of the season, having one of the best records in the NBA, we all would have took that as fans. So while I understand some fans being disappointed that the Bulls did not make a trade deadline and they had their hopes or ideals wrapped up that the Bull, only way that the Bulls can show that they were serious about this team is to make a trade, which was already ridiculous, this team has endured a lot over the course of the season. And through those, through enduring that, we've gotten to see what we, what we have in Io. Io's been able to develop hugely. Kobe White's come on in big ways and been able to contribute. As I said before, and in that nine-game winning streak that we had, Four to five of those games we don't win if it isn't for Kobe White and his contributions over the course of the course of that of that stretch. Learning like Io, Derek Jones, getting Derrick Jones Jr. back. That Derrick Jones Jr. and Lonzo Ball pick and roll was really dangerous at one point. Seeing what Lonzo was able to do when we had both Demar and Zach out, like all of those things, we and, and to think we have not seen them all come together. We have still yet to see everything come together for this team, and because of that. Like I said, this team has a fighter's chance against anyone in the East, anyone in the NBA. And if you're down on the Bulls so far, hopefully, you know, that helps you come around if you're one of the people who watch the standings. But let's move on. So the Bulls have one more game before the All-Star break, and they face the Sacramento Kings as they come into town. 
it's Zach isn't going to play this game. Javante Green is listed as probable with now a left foot sprain. Um, and so what, what, whatever happens in tonight's game, right? We should have more than enough to beat the Sacramento Kings if the Bulls execute. But let, let's go into this All-Star break realizing that better days are coming. As we, every step of the way, we're getting more, players getting more and more healthy. We are not that far from Lonzo Ball's potential return, which means that we're also not that far from Alice Caruso's potential return if everything goes right with that wrist when he's reevaluated. All in all, we have brighter and better days coming from this team. And to be able to say that we have better days coming from a team and a brighter outlook while we still rank at the top of the East, just say a lot. This game against the Kings, the Bulls, I hope they don't get caught, you know, looking too forward head to the break or whatever, and we and we get a down performance against against the Kings. The Kings, while they don't have a great record, can be very dangerous at times. Let's not forget that. They, and especially with matchup issues that they could cause with the Chicago Bulls at certain times, I hope that the Bulls go in the, into this and we just see a great performance and execution on both sides of the ball. As long as we get that, we know we have a chance against any team in this league, period. Um, and I want, I want DeMar again having a great game. I honestly wouldn't mind seeing DeMar kind of get a break. I wouldn't mind seeing DeMar um, not necessarily miss this game, but maybe in the fourth quarter, regardless of score, just let DeMar sit. Let DeMar get some rest heading into the All-Star break. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think DeMar's going to allow for it, but let me know any expectations you have. I think this could be a big night for Ayo DeSumo as well. We know that Ayo tries to really step up defensively now. He's he's had some down games, right? We know Maxi gave him some work and, and other, other players as well, but I would if, if De'Aaron Fox is playing, to see Io guard De'Aaron Fox, I, I can't wait for that. But with that being said, this could be a big night for Io. Nikola Vucevic, who's continued to just, he leads the NBA in, in total rebounds, which is crazy considering how low his ranking on offensive rebounding is. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, and that's kind of what I want to get into next. Jared Allen was named to the All-Star team, and that has stirred up some conversation amongst Bulls circles on should, ha should it have been Vooch who was actually named there. And I know why a lot of people, uh, the, you know, they remember Vooch's down part of the season. Let's go over Vooch for a second. He's fourth amongst all centers in scoring. He's second in rebounding amongst all, um, all centers. He, is, he leads the NBA in total rebounds. He's fourth in assists and sixth in defensive rating. And like I've been drilling home as well, you can go and look at it. Nikola Vucevic ranks top 10 in every statistical category um, for, for his position. Now, with that being said, and this is one of the weirdest things with the All-Star game, especially when you look at naming reserves, the Bulls have a better record than the Cleveland Cavaliers. We've dealt with way more adversity, in my opinion. Now, that may just be me being a homer. And Nikola Vucevic, the fact that he started off the season on such a downturn and has worked himself back in to maintaining these type of stats, and especially this recent, like, eight-game stretch that he's on, I personally think Vooch should have been named to that All-Star game. Again, I always thought the NBA, with narratives and everything, would not they don't want to give the Chicago Bulls that don't have very national media televised games and then on top of that have not performed well you in 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 most of those nationally televised games. They didn't want to give the Bulls um three All-Stars. But when you really look at Vooch's numbers and how he ranks amongst his position, whether they named him or not, Vooch is an All-Star. And that's what I'm saying. Vooch's contributions on this team as much as Bulls fans try to shit on his defense, shit on everything else, make him the um, the issue with a lot of the Bulls' losses or whatever's going on, even though they don't all rest on him. Nikola Vucevic has not only dealt with the adversity, he's come back and faced it head on and, and been very consistent for us. And we know how much more dangerous this team is when Nikola Vucevic is on. And Nikola Vucevic's uh, recent um, renaissance with his him going back into the post, him establishing himself in the post and letting the outside game come to him. Nikola Vucevic is a beast. And I'm tired of the hate for Nikola Vucevic. I'm tired of the, of the fans shitting on him. I'm tired of people who 
only look at box score, don't actually watch the games, not understanding how great of a player Nikola Vucevic has been for this Bulls team over the course of this season. Does he have issues? Yes. Is he a defensive liability at times? Yes. But what he's been able to do and how he's been able to contribute without having a really uh, uh, honest forward next to him over the course of the season has been tremendous. Tremendous. Keep in mind, Javante Green has basically been the starter next to Nikola Vucevic for the main part of the season. And while he's been playing great, I love Javante Green's energy. He is a guard, and we have a guard next to him. Nikola Vucevic has been the Bulls' only big man for the most part of the season. For the most part of the season. Yes, Tony Bradley, when he plays great, plays great. We've seen flashes in short periods of time where Tyler Cook was giving us a lot of good games. But other than that, it's really been guards around Nikola and, and Derrick Jones Jr. when he was on as well. Now, Derrick Jones Jr. was playing backup center for a while as, as well there. Again, this just goes back to the theme of this episode. This Chicago Bulls team has faced every, every adversity that's been thrown in front of them and they've overcome it to still have one of the best records in the NBA and in their conference so far this season and for that I'm internally grateful and that's what I'm going to leave on today with now we have some really interesting content coming over the course of the all-star break so because we're going into the break and we don't have Bulls games for uh basically a week that's not going to stop the content at all and I can't wait to continue to bring you guys that and also over the all-star break so um but that's it make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bullscentralpod at gmail.com and lastly if you want to leave a text or voicemail and one of the things that i do want to hear from you guys who do want to leave an in i want to hear your favorite bulls moments as fans it can be from this season it can be from 10 years ago 20 years ago whatever it is i want to hear your favorite bulls moment since you've been a fan of this team and you can leave that you can text it or call 773-270-2799 don't forget that i want to hear from everybody on this one um but that's it for me for today like i like to end everything on go bulls love you guys Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.